Welcome to the Native Diamond Podcast. Oh shit! What you waiting for? What's fucking good, everyone? Seth Mc here with another episode of Native Diamond Podcast. That's right, the shittiest emo screamo podcast you've ever fucking heard. I'm trying to get more excited. I've been told I'm monotone and I am very fucking boring. So, I'm trying to be crazy. No. <laughs> I can only be myself, people. And you know what? To everyone out there, you have to be your fucking self. You cannot be some fake ass fucking bullshit. No one's gonna listen to it. No one's gonna check out your content. It is important to be the most genuine person as closest to your real self as humanly possible. I cannot fucking talk today. But I will show you an instance where I did talk a lot and it was a lot more well thought out. And it was my conversation with a light divided JC and Scott Two incredible human beings. It was so much fun getting to know these people. Light Divided is actually a North Carolina-based band, even though Scott is apparently the mayor of Florida because he knows every fucking thing about Florida. So if you have any kind of Florida question or you want to quiz him, I'm opening that up for him. You should go check him out. Scott, the bassist from A Light Divided. Go hit him up. Ask him all about Disney World. Um, who is and isn't from Florida, maybe Tom Brady, talk about the Tampa Bay lightning bolts, all that bullshit. I guarantee you, he probably knows about it. So anyway, if you guys like the show, please fucking help me out. Please help me out. Share the shit. Share it to people that, you know, are into metalcore, emo, screamo-y type bullshit. And uh, make sure that you're sharing because, you know, these platforms do a shitty job. So like, help me out. (laughs) Help a podcaster out. Anyway, we're going to play A Light Divided. We're going to listen to music, hang out, all that bullshit. We're going to talk about aliens, conspiracies, music, and all that shit in between. So, you know what? As always, stick around. What's up, my dudes? Seth Mc here. This is Native Diamond Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, as always. And today should be a fun one. We're hanging out with a light, divided hard rock band based in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. What's up, guys? Hi, doing pretty good over here, you know, thriving in (laughs) quarantine-ish. That's all we can do right now. (laughs) Pretty much. So, um, of course, I had to have some North Carolina influence on the show. It it means a lot to me because I'm obviously from North Carolina. I like to represent where I'm from. So appreciate you having us on and, you know, breaking up our day a little bit here. (laughs) Yeah. I know it's kind of an odd time, but I appreciate you guys, you know, being able to. No, I'm cool with it. Got to sleep in all that good stuff. I'm down. (laughs) Sick. 
Um, well, if you've never seen the show before, I start off with icebreaker questions. There are about 25 or so off the top, either or style questions. Feel free to pass if you don't feel like answering them. They're kind of goofy, but we'll get into it with the first one. Okay. Awesome. Um, it doesn't matter who goes first. Someone assume the lead and then you just pass it off. All right. New Year's Day or as everything unfolds. Oh, Ooh. I feel. Hmm. See, that's tough because I like them both for different reasons. Right. So, <laughs> um, I'll go New Year's Day. Screw it. There you go. I'll go New Year's Day as well. Nice. That's sick. Yeah, I like throwing tough ones in there. It just. Honestly, just to fuck with you guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, literally, I'm an overthinker, so I'm going to read way too far into everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. I think what works best is just say the first thing that, like, yeah. sparks in your yeah. head. We're going to go with our gut. We're not going to overthink it. Oh, yeah. come on, therapy. <laughs> yeah, this is metalcore therapy, guys. <laughs> yeah. All right. Do aliens really exist or not? Nah? Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think so, actually. Well, let me rephrase that. Man, that's a loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, uh, how do I, I have a lot of theories about that. Um, but I guess the simplest and easiest way to sum them up would be um, if aliens do exist, it's more like they did exist and they're not existing at the same moment in time that we are. I think they're here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel you. I feel you. We're all entitled to our beliefs. Yes. All right. What, what about you? What do you think? I, I think aliens exist, but probably not as they're made out to be um, in like movies mm-hmm. and whatnot. Like, I don't think that's what they look like or anything like that. Um, but I do think that they're out there. There's too much out there in the universe for <laughs> yeah. it to only be us. Like, honestly. Yeah. I think there's, a really, there's definitely a much better possibility that some form of bacteria or unintelligent life form exists on other planets. I was thinking more on the words of, you know, intelligent aliens or intelligent life form, but yes, 100% uh, some form of life form exists mm-hmm. on other planets. I feel you. I mean, I, I'm a believer. Um, I mean, I've been watching these documentaries cause I'm kind of low key obsessed, but there's like millions of other exoplanets and I'm just like, there has to yeah. be, just some speck of life form on these things, uh, whether they're intelligent or not. Uh, that's a different conversation, I think. But <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it is. It's a loaded question because I tend to I tend to be somewhat um, pessimistic in that I feel like almost like life happening on this planet was like a drastic accident and just a crazy concurrence of events that all the planets kind of aligned for it to happen kind of thing. But it's, it's certainly possible. Like who knows? <laughs> we should start the alien metalcore podcast next. <laughs> Let's do it. We'll jump on it. About it. I have lots of questions. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But anyway, uh, next one, broadside or neck deep. I know neck where deep. Jace is going. Oh, really Jace? Neck deep. Oh, neck deep for sure. I thought for sure you were going to say broadside. And I was going to be like, Oh no, neck deep all day. <laughs> Surprise, I, surprise, neck deep. Yeah, <laughs> I, neck deep for sure. Love them. Um, yeah. Have you checked out the new albums from last, I guess now last year? It's kind of weird saying that, but. I right. know, right? I sure did, yeah. I cool. have not. Um, 
I've been slacking early. I pretty much got on to Bring Me's new album and stayed there. Oh, yeah. And now and now I'm weirdly getting into Poppy, despite all my best efforts yeah. to think she was weird. I'm totally <laughs> balls been, deep in Poppy. That I've sounds been, awful. Yeah. <laughs> I've been I've been yeah. both working I've been both working on getting Jace balls deep into Poppy for a year and getting myself balls deep into Poppy literally for a year. <laughs> We should change the way we're saying that, but I am so all about <laughs> um, the music about she is creating. Like, I just think yeah. it's so wonderfully weird, and she's wonderfully weird, and um, like, that's where I, I'm like been rediscovering stuff from prior. But I'm going to get into it because I need to. <laughs> I need to. Yeah, um, she's an experience live too. She's awesome to see live. Damn, I can't wait to. That's going to be at the top, one of the top on my list. Uh, do you guys listen to Ghost Main? I, I haven't really gotten a chance to like deep dive into Ghost Mane yet. I know that's horrible of me to well, say. Well, not really. I mean, but it's... <laughs> it's just that I have so many friends that are big into them, and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah I'll check it out. And then I, <laughs> I have ADD and I forget. So yeah, I'll get there. Is is the old fiance of Poppy? Mm-hmm. Really, I didn't know that. Oh, interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Power couple. It's a power yeah. move right there. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, never mind. That's irrelevant to this conversation. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, All right. Um, next question. So, are you guys watching sports or playing video games? Sports. <sighs> okay. Sports, but not really. I am a huge football fan, but my team sucks ass. What's so your team? <laughs> instead of voluntarily pissing myself off every weekend i just sort of slowly backed away but i'm kind of keeping up with what's going on in the um playoffs and then i'm just gonna bandwagon <laughs> no shame <laughs> i'm a uh, i'm a diehard miami dolphins fan um diehard miami hurricanes fan for college football and i'm a diehard tampa bay lightning fan living down here in tampa it's kind of hard to be, yeah it's hard not to be a lightning fan in here in tampa because oh, yeah. everyone everyone's obsessed with the bolts down here you know your wife being <laughs> yeah, um, yeah yeah we're definitely pulling for him with the stanley cup man i was in north carolina when we won the yeah stanley cup. i was, yeah, I was there, there and i, I made them watch it with me. yeah <laughs> and I lied like, on Facebook oh, it, live. Was... it was just like singing all these songs and i'm sitting on the couch like what is this hell i live in because like, <laughs> i know nothing yeah i was living my best life when we won the stanley cup that oh, night sure. It was great. It was a great matter of fact. I was literally just before I got on this call, I was literally just watching the 2020 Stanley Cup champion DVD that I just bought. Nice. (laughs) Super fan. (laughs) 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 Boo. What was uh what was your football team? Oh, I'm a Panthers fan. Oh, me too. (laughs) Yeah, we uh we we fucking suck, but it's all right. We suck. Just like disappointment keep, at every yeah. turn. And I, I tried to stay positive and like, oh, just keep your head in the game. But then I'm like, you know what? I'm just getting <laughs> angry and I don't need that negativity in my life right now. So we're just going to back away and let it breathe a little bit. And, you know, maybe yeah. next year will be better. We're in our yeah. building years. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I keep telling you guys. I mean, you remember last year, that was me with the Dolphins. where I was so oh, I remember. with them. Oh, it was yeah. a terrible year. And then this year we won 10 games, you know, like just a one year turnaround. Like, you know, that, that happens in football. Oh yeah. It happens yep. all the time. Yep. Everyone wants to win. It won't, it won't take long. We'll get nah. in the playoffs again. I'm sure. Exactly. All right. Yeah. So most recently, have you checked out a new movie or a new TV show? No to both. 
<laughs> I live watching Parks and Rec. That is my favorite show, <laughs> and I watch it on repeat. I cannot help myself. It is my safety zone. Those are my real friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good show. Yeah, Actually, Jace turned me on to it, and like uh, I plowed through the entire series in no time. It was pretty great. Yeah, like if you know me, you have to get into that show at some point because I speak only in Parks and Rec quotes. <laughs> it's kind of annoying, honestly. <laughs> I, I don't have my own personality. There's a couple characters on that show that I relate to so hard that I'm like, these are like my spirit animals. Like these, this is like, this is who I am and like actually personified in a character. Like it's really funny. Um, I consume yeah. crazy amounts of television and movies like constantly, man. I'm a pretty big movie buff. So I, I watch That's a sick. lot of movies, um, a lot of TV shows. I just started last night. Actually, I started rewatching Californication, uh, the old Showtime show. Okay. And uh, doing a rewatch of that. I haven't seen it like since it aired. And that show's fantastic. Like rewatching it, I forgot how good it is. Like highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. It's it's pretty awesome. Um, All right. I want to shout out the show that me and my wife have been obsessed with lately. Maybe you guys should, you know, check it out if you're into paranormal activity. But it's called A Haunting of, and I think it's a lifetime show. But it is mm -hmm. low-key, like super scary. Like there's a medium on there. She gets like all this crazy information correct about like their grandparents and all this like weird shit that only that person would know and it, it just blows my mind every time it could be like the fakest thing ever but it, it's yeah. just so entertaining regardless and it's always got I like a celebrity on a believer in ghosts and spirits <laughs> yeah I'm so, i've had so many weird coincidences that i cannot explain that i don't know those are just my experiences Maybe there is an explanation <laughs> behind some of them, but like, wow, please. For sure. Stay out there. <laughs> if you're into all the like ghosts and aliens stuff, have you watched the um, Skin Rock, Skinwalker Ranch documentaries and stuff like that? Huh, I don't think so. That? No, that doesn't ring yeah. a bell. You got to like, you got to check out, check out just like it's, it's like there's movies and TV shows and everything all over like Hulu, Netflix. Like it's this place in uh, Nevada. Skinwalker Ranch is what it's called. And oh, okay. like, Look into it, dude. It'll blow your mind. Like it's it's crazy, crazy, crazy <laughs> creepy, creepy, paranormal, and alien shit going on there. Like, oh, shit. like dude, that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, like you'll want to go. Like I want to go there and check this place out. Like it's crazy. Awesome. Party. Thanks for the shout out. I'll check that out uh, tonight. <laughs> I'm sure we'll. No, actually, we're doing drunk reactions tonight. So can't just... <laughs> well, that sounds way fun <laughs> get you some of them bud light seltzers and then do the drunk reaction i do have to try one yeah. He's <laughs> that's that's been like our, our thing lately on the podcast like extra we've just been getting drunk and doing reactions to new music videos it's pretty fun nice if you need a guest i'm totally in <laughs> oh there you go <laughs> i'm always drunk anyway so <laughs> there you go. just normal life we're just watching yeah. vh1 no <laughs> All right. Um, who's a better vocalist, Miley Cyrus or Post Malone? Oh, oh, okay. I have mad love and respect for both, um, but probably Posty. For sure. Yeah. Uh, there's just such a unique quality to his voice that I sing me the freaking <laughs> phone book, dude. Like I'm in. <laughs> I'm going to have to just go with Jace strictly because I'm going to trust her more 
educated opinion on it than me. Like I, um, oh, I have you fooled. There is nothing. <laughs> I, like I base everything artists. on my feelings. So right. that's cool. I, I like both artists, and I feel like both artists have really good songs. I, I don't mm -hmm. know how good either of them are as singers. I'm not saying I'm knocking them. I'm saying I genuinely don't know how good either of them actually are as singers. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I really don't know. Um, I get. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess Post I will. Alone, yeah. I love Miley though. Like Miley's new album is so freaking good. Oh, oh yeah, it's super good. It's yeah. super good, and I know that yeah. a lot of people are hating on her for it, oh, but yeah. I think you know, I think it's great. I think it's good for rock music to have somebody mainstream like Miley kind of dip their toes into the water and draw attention to a sub or our genre rock music that's been ignored for like way too long now. Yeah. Like when you watch <laughs> yeah. award shows, there's no rock categories televised anymore because sure. nobody fucking cares. Yeah. So if it takes Miley Cyrus to get at that attention, then I'm all for it and she's killing it. So and post Malone comes from that world too. Post yeah, yeah same like with Post. Man. So yeah, he both was doing them. like those covers of Nirvana and whatnot. Yeah. And they were, and they were good. Yeah, they were for really sure. good. And yeah, the Miley yeah. Cyrus new stuff, like it's very like 80s new wave synth pop type stuff, which I love. It like, my heart. Yeah, totally <laughs> up my alley. So it's like I heard some of it and I was like, wait, this is Miley Cyrus? Like this is really good. I really, really dig this. Yeah, super yeah. good. Yeah. Um, I was telling some people that, you know, she's planning on doing the Metallica thing, uh, cover album, but I'm not yeah. sure still doing that. But uh, some people are like, I'm not, I'm definitely not going to check that out. And I'm like, why, like, why wouldn't you check that out? That's no doubt. Curiosity. percent going to check it out. Whether, you know, Oh yeah. It's good. It's, you know, yet to be seen, but I'm 100% going to give it a shot. You can't make an opinion before you've heard something that's asinine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> but you know, do you? Kind of completely unrelated, but I always thought it would be awesome if like you called like James Hetfield from Metallica and he answers the phone. He's like, Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> so hey. Wait, they're like, hey, is this James? And he's like, No, no. <laughs> it's you can end the podcast now. I'm sorry for that. Like <laughs> I love it, man. I like it when everyone gets loose and doesn't I don't want this to ever feel like an uptight thing, you know? And no, um, we're like we're huge idiots. So. Oh man, me too, man. It's all good. Um all right, so which have you spent money on recently? Something random off Amazon or alcohol? Okay. Oh. It Amazon, but it's going to be replaced by alcohol like in a couple of hours. <laughs> Cuz I had to order a phone case for money. Well, I guess it's not really random then. Well, yeah, I mean <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's that random thing that you don't want to buy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I haven't bought a lot of random things, but also I'm broke, so I have to be frugal. I feel that. I feel that. But I will be buying Bud Light seltzer since Scott says that you're superior to both White Claw and Truly. <laughs> and now I'm just curious. <laughs> I, hate to admit it. I hate to admit it, but you know, facts are stubborn things. I'm not gonna. You lie. know what? I'm gonna check it out before I hate on it. Yeah. It doesn't sound like it would be good at all. <laughs> no, they're pretty they're pretty good. It's surprising. Yep. Well, oh, what so I, you have had them? I've had them. Yeah. I I drink yeah. seltzer. That's kind of my thing. Yeah, same. I like I drink LaCroix pretty constantly. Like oh, it's shit. just my favorite thing. So, um Well, you're a real one then. <laughs> <laughs> I only got into it last year, but when I get into something, I go like full force. I am oh, into yeah. it. I live and breathe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that so i'm curious i'll give it a shot 
They're pretty good. I like um I like White Claw if I'm going to just drink a lot mm-hmm. of them. Just because like the flavor is a lot stronger with the Bud Light Seltzer. So if you're like going to uh-huh. pound them and shit, I would just say stick to the White Claw. In my yeah, opinion. I would agree. Cool. I would agree. The, the Bud Light Seltzer does have like, it is a little bit more, I don't know if it's sweeter or flavorful. I don't know. But like, yeah, if you're going to chug a lot of them, I couldn't see myself drinking a lot of the Bud Light Seltzer. Yeah. I would, after a couple, I would be like, all right, I want a beer or something less sweet. Yeah. Gotcha. That's kind of, I think that's why I fell off. I know what I'm getting into now. Yeah, for sure. We're we're reviewing alcohol on today's podcast. (laughs) This is fun. Drinking water. Make sure to hydrate, kids. It's important. (laughs) Exactly. All right. um, Which one is better? The used or black bear? (gasps) Okay. I do love black bear, but my heart is forever with the used. That was my shit. Sure. growing up as an angsty teen and <laughs> i still love them to this day everything uh, i'm in the use uh 100 agreement with jace it's the used no questions asked like nothing against black bear like totally cool but yeah the used all day Sick. i love black bear though he is like my chill getting ready in the morning type music it's like black bear and post malone and shit like that yeah uh, i love that such, mm-hmm, a, such a good artist mm-hmm um, which social media platform gets the most interaction for your band? Twitch or TikTok? Oh, we're not <laughs> using either. Oh no, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Okay, I am. I'm getting. I had only just recently gotten into TikTok, and I wanted to learn it and understand it for myself. I just thought, like, that's what the kids are doing. I'm too old, but now I'm like, oh, bet. Let me get in on this. So stay tuned. The light divided TikTok coming like I think probably like this week. So um and I know that Twitch is for gamers. I am not a big gamer and I don't I don't know if anybody in our band is other than Doug, maybe. Yeah, I play a little video games. Actually, you asked that question earlier if I video games or sports and like definitely more sports. Like I do play a little bit of video games. I'm terrible at them. So I don't play a lot, which is also why I don't, I do have a Twitch account because I did a video game podcast um, at one point um, about the band unrelated to video games. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I don't use TikTok or Twitch much of either, but I also, I don't play a lot of video games either. So Doug's our, Doug's our, Doug, when we're on tour, is literally like every time we go somewhere, like (laughs) Doug's like, oh, I've been here in a video game. (laughs) Um. You should check out Twitch. Have you seen like Matt Hafey's um, from Twivium, Trivium on Twitch? But he does like he'll do like guitar playthroughs and shit like that. And um, it's a good opportunity to like, you know, play with your fans and be like, hey, this, this is how you play this song. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, I don't know. I've been seeing that a lot lately. But also on Twitch, like Shane Told's podcast, Lead Singer Syndrome. I love that podcast. I think he, um, you know, he did it on Twitch for a while. If, if he still, you know, still does. I'm not sure. But. Um, you know, he does that live on Twitch. So I don't I know, man. Know. Things to I think about. I didn't know that. I normally just, I get the podcast from the podcast app on my phone. I didn't know that lead singer syndrome was done on Twitch. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I think he did it live and then the recorded version went out on like Spotify or whatever it is. Awesome. Oh, Brad. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I need yeah. to, get, I want to get into TikTok. Um, <laughs> I just, it's, it's always that like, am I too old for this shit type thing? But that's I, I don't exactly so. where it was at. But now that I'm on it, I'm mad that I didn't do it sooner. Cause I fucking love TikTok. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. just unicorns and rainbows the entire time. Like 
<laughs> and especially now with everything going on in the world, like it's, it can get really heavy really quick. So for someone like me, who's like really sensitive to stuff like TikTok is a fucking blast. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. Yeah. I need to check it out, but anyway. All right. So which one are you when shows were live and you could go to shows? All right. So talking to fans at the merch table or watching other bands play. Um, usually talking to the fans, but every so often I will kind of like have somebody fill in for me so that I can go check out the bands because, and a lot of the times like merch is set up where you can kind of do both, both, but I do always want to go like closer to the stage and show my support for people too. So, um, if I get a chance to like sneak away, then that's cool. But like my primary, um, job when i'm at shows is to interact with as many people as i can because i want to talk to everybody in the fucking room (laughs) (laughs) jason and i are very similar in that regard that we are probably the two social people of the band um so i think that it shows her and i are both usually at the merch table talking to as many people as possible that is like priority number one it shows is to like which is weird for someone who has horrible social anxiety (laughs) for whatever reason shows are like my safe place because we're all there for a common goal and i'm like oh i can relax around these people because they're my people (laughs) and it's freaking awesome but like any but yeah yeah but i I do i also do very much enjoy watching the bands so it it becomes kind of one of those things where we do both but it is like you know, talk to as many fans as humanly possible. And then, you know, um, if you get a break or something, go watch the other bands that show some support. And mm-hmm. when you're on the road with yep. the band, you know, you, you learn all their songs every night. You know? I was going to say, like, especially <laughs> if you're on tour with the band, I love going up to the front and just being freaking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's funny because like, people like seeing that camaraderie between bands that are on oh, tour yeah. with each other, too, because I Definitely. love seeing that. So. It's yeah. cool. Um, it's yeah. funny because like, you know, I do this podcast, but like, I guess like in real life, you know, if you saw me at work or something, I'm like totally quiet and kind of like, just kind of like by myself and a lot of, you know, in regard. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, if people saw me like uh, on the show. They're like, wow, that's not even close to like who I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, it's kind of how you mentioned, uh, you know, being your people or whatever. I can yeah. tend to open up to like the alternative people a lot more, I guess. Right. Cause you all, you all know that someone's going through something and it's, you know, as corny and cliche as it sounds, it's because of the music that everybody's there. And so right. it's just an escape from the bullshit that can be the real world. And it, you know, further cements that bond between like the artists on stage and the people in the room, like, Hey, we're all just fucking here for each other. We're all going through shit. Let's help each other. So yeah, like I said, super corny and, you know, <laughs> by, uh, but it's fucking true. It's a cliche for a reason. <laughs> Bunch of hippie leftists. No. I know. <laughs> it's fucking uh, <laughs> over here. Um, if there was an alternative music stock market, who would you rather put stock in? Fit for a king or in this moment? Fit for a king. Ooh, fit for a king. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that band is on the up for sure. Not that in this moment is on the down, but um, if I was, what's that guy's name? Kramer, something Kramer that had that show. <laughs> Does anybody know what I'm talking about? The stock um, market show? Oh, no, no, okay. no. I, was I have else. no idea. That the sounds like a like, you think. Yeah, the show where he would like smash things and he's like, in this moment, it's going down. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, I do know Yeah, I don't know what that's called, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was like yeah. wild stocks or something. Like, how do you make a yeah. stock so interesting? Hire that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
That'd be funny to do like an alternative version of it, like for the music scene. <laughs> I, I love yeah. that. Yeah, man. I that would be that. hilarious. That could be a Twitch show. There you go. There's your Twitch Dude. show. You know what? <laughs> I think you and I should get together on that, man, because like that's that's a pretty great idea. <laughs> be fun. Yeah. All right. Um. Anyway, so I don't know if you've seen these shows, but I'll give it a shot. Hamilton's okay. Hamilton's Pharmacopia or Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I haven't seen either. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Sorry. I've, I've heard the Sabrina good? show is fantastic. I've heard it's, it's super good. good. It's yeah. really cool. It's yeah, like really dark. It's got Satan in it a lot. Not saying that that makes it cool, but it's just like really dark. It's not like that sitcom that you remember from the 90s or whatever, right. um, or the early 2000s rather. Um, Hamilton's Pharmacopia is this guy who voluntarily takes like psychedelic drugs and like films his reactions. It's on Vice, I think. <laughs> It's fucking wild, though. That is so not what I was ready for you to say. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, yeah, yeah, super cool shows that I've seen. Not that I like watch a lot of TV. I'll, I'll, like, I'm too ADD. I'll watch a couple episodes and be like, "All right," and then like I'll just start another show. Like I, I never finish a yeah. show. <laughs> gotcha. I have, like you said, there, there are um, the way I have <laughs> ADD too, and the way mine works is like I said, if I love it, I am. So so hyper focused and into it but if it's not like my shit then i get bored easily and i drift off to the next thing and i said i was telling scott this i like that's why i don't watch a lot of movies is it's hard for me to sit through (laughs) like a two three hour movie without having like a little intermission here there because i just get fidgety and i have to go do something and it's a lot yeah (laughs) but i am open to like um we started letter kenny on tour a while ago and then i got into that but that's probably like the most recent show that i started i just watched that new season that was hilarious i, had, I didn't even finish that yet though because yeah. i got distracted by friends again so <laughs> damn yeah, that's a funny show yeah i'll have to check it out man yeah it's pretty hilarious. Won't, won't promise i'll finish it but i'll check it out <laughs> can relate though so. <laughs> all right who would you rather do a feature with since we since i found you basically off featured x <laughs> All right, Caleb yeah. Shomo, Beartooth, or Austin Knight from Water Parks? Ooh. Oh, Beartooth. Beartooth, Beartooth, Beartooth. Yeah. I love them so much. And that's another band that I didn't even really get into um, until like last year. Really? I kept seeing their, yeah, I kept seeing their name everywhere. And I'm like, oh, that's dude from Tag Tag. It's going to be fun. You know, like, yeah. I'll get into it. And then it just kind of came on one of my Spotify shuffles. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? And it was <laughs> yeah. their tooth. And then I went deep diving, um, obsessed. And I th- uh, another vocalist that I think his voice is really unique and cool. And yeah. I think, yeah. I think it just our voices together would be really weird. And I'm for it. <laughs> yeah i i would say caleb too um i just love what he writes i love the sh- i love his he writes amazing hooks man i mean i've been yeah, into him for since, sure i've been into him since i dropped that first ep with i have a problem which is to this day like one of my favorite metal songs ever like the first time i heard that i was just like god this is so good and yeah. the subject matter about like alcoholism and everything was just like oh wow this is deep and heavy mm-hmm. and freaking fantastic like yeah, I have you it. um have you checked out Dragged Under? No, who is that? I think you would like them. They're kind of like in the, in the vein of like Beartooth, um, but they're their own type of thing. It's really like shreddy type shit, but it's like it reminds me a lot of Beartooth. I think you would like that a lot. Nice. Okay. Yeah, they just dropped a new album. Uh, twenty twenty. 
I keep wanting to say this year, but it's not this year anymore. We're working to I mean, they're kind of blending together a little yeah. bit at this point. So. <laughs> That's we'll fun. get there. It's fine. Okay, cool. Dragged under. I'll give that. I'll check that out. Definitely. All right. So favorite throwback band, Funeral for a Friend or Coheed? Coheed. Scott, they're fantastic. I've seen them live countless times and they are just unbelievable. Like that's, that's a next level band in my opinion. Absolutely. Sick. Yeah. I saw the warp tour and that was the only time that I saw that RIP warps, but (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, for sure. Not a Florida band, but the singer lives in Florida. Really? I'm telling you, he is the mayor. He knows if you have ever lived in Florida, Scott has fucking known about it and he put it in the records. That's great. I can't tell you how many times I talk about a band. He's like, Florida band, Florida band. (laughs) Sick. Um, Circle Pit or Wall of Death? Ah, I would love to do. I've been in a Wall of Death. I didn't know it was happening, but I got swept in it. I would love to see one at one of our shows, though. Yeah, that's where I was going to go with that. Oh, that's where I was going to go with that. Am I in it or am I watching it? Because <laughs> <laughs> as much as I love both in my youth, I'm too old for it these days, but <laughs> there's nothing like seeing it when you're on stage when people are doing it for you. Wall of death though. Like that's badass. That's Hell a yeah. moment. Yeah. yeah. You have to be a certain type of band to pull that off. Yeah. Right. Right. Like they're not. Yeah. Like when I saw it, it was at kill switch engage in this tiny little room. And like, of course, kill switch can fucking do that. Right. Um, But dare to dream. Have you ever seen the video of Attila's circle pits at warp tour? Um, No, I haven't. No. Super crazy. Like in like went around the entire park. Oh, that's crazy. (laughs) Literally bronze, like told the whole circle pit to like leave their stage and like circle the park and sure enough. (laughs) It was like, dude, Google it. That guy is such a, I don't know. (laughs) That guy's just got me confused this year. I don't know. Yeah. He's something, man. He's something. (laughs) It's like, what are you trying to be now? Like porn star? What's going on? I don't know. The answer is just yes. Yeah. Mad respect to the guy, man. Oh yeah. yeah. Mad respect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely a businessman. Definitely. All right. So just say you were on MTV Cribs. If that even was a thing anymore, you had a mansion. What would it include? A shooting range or a speakeasy lounge in the basement? Speakeasy. That is my actual fucking dream. (laughs) (laughs) To have one in my house where people don't even know it's there and I can go and have a panic attack in it. (laughs) Sign me up. I'm in. Sign me up. (laughs) Yeah, I guess a speakeasy. Like a a, a shooting range sounds pretty badass. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not a huge like gun enthusiast, but I feel like if I had my own shooting range, I probably would be. <laughs> like, be you could do you could do some fun shit. Right. I'm just exactly. like obsessed with like art deco, like decor mm-hmm. and just aesthetically. So being able to incorporate that in like <laughs> I cannot. Oh, my little heart. I think I have to agree with Jace, like merely especially for the like decor of it, just like the hey, check oh, yeah. out the, the aesthetic. All oh. the wood, all the barrels. Yeah, old hollywood glamour are you kidding me oh <laughs> yeah this sounds yeah. fun that'd be pretty gnarly yeah i'd say yeah it would be a cool little especially if everything else in the house was like super modern and then there's this one little nook tucked away yeah that's, yeah, that's cool oh that makes sense 
Um, yeah, that's a new question um, I've been asking on my icebreakers. Like I've been looking up, these are actual ones in people's houses, like uh, the shooting range, Randy Travis and Speakeasy is flee from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, wow. I've been looking up different ones that's and cool. different mansions. Like what would you, what would I do with all this money? Um, I'm going to yeah. go watch that now and get inspired. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See what everyone else has. Um, a funny Man, one from the last my life. From the last episode was um, Leonardo DiCaprio has like these well-being amenities. Like he has like a vitamin C shower and uh, dawn setting lights and all this shit. It's it's pretty wild. That is some rich people shit for sure. <laughs> <laughs> like to have fuck you money. Yeah, right. <laughs> that Oscar money. Yeah, exactly. No shit. I have to sit here and eat an orange like a chump. <laughs> he's like i just want a hot shower <laughs> yeah, you know? i just want the water hot water to laugh while i'm showering <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right anyways um i, I kind of skipped a few because i want to get into the questions but last of the ice picker questions and this one is open-ended what was your album of the year for 2020 what came out in 2020 <laughs> <laughs> I'm like- confusing all of my years at this point because my timeline is so screwed. Um, you know what? I'm going to give a shout out to my friends in Varsity because they dropped their oh, EP sick. at the end of the year. And I am so fucking proud of them because it is so good. So yeah. fucking good. So Varsity. Um, Cloud EP. I feel like... Cloud City. Yeah, Sorry. that Varsity, that, that record was fantastic. I feel like for me um i'm i'm like totally obsessed with point north right now oh cool um, yeah their new record was amazing i really dug speaking of fit for a king i really dug that record oh yeah um yeah i think i'd go with that point north record sick yeah oh, that's cool that you said varsity i'm i'm gonna be doing the show with them next week oh, oh we, we toured with like them. I said, those are like my best friends and i'm really nostalgic right now because two years ago we were on tour together shit. um so we've been like seeing it in like my news feed and shit and i'm all sentimental and sappy because that's just who <laughs> i am the person and yeah so i'm like you know what fucking shout out my friends that's what i want to do that's in 2021. Cool, yeah. when you do the podcast with them don't mention us yet but just go baby boy a light divided says baby boy <laughs> <laughs> all right i definitely will all right, sick. Well, I hope you guys had fun with those icebreaker questions. They're I did kind have of goofy. fun with those. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Seems like everyone has fun with those kind of questions. Okay, it's time to take a fucking break. It's time to get into this week's mid-roll section, Hidden Gem. We're going to play some songs. We're going to listen to some music. And I always give the opportunity to let the band that's on the podcast pick a hidden gem to play in the mid-roll. So they wanted to pick their friends from Call It Home with their single, Heat Seeker. It is off their EP, How Nightmares Grow. You should check out the band. They love them, so you should too. And we're going to play some A Light Divided. Don't fucking worry. I got you covered, okay? I asked them. I cleared it. We're going to fucking play Scars of You. Then, after that, we're going to play Radio Silence, their latest release. It is fucking sick, and you guys should definitely check out the official music video for Radio Silence. Buy a light divided, 
Here we go. Chug whatever the fuck is in your right hand right now. And let's fucking get into the shit. Let's jam out. Let's mosh in your living room. Pull your pants down. Get crazy. Let's get it.
and, and we're, back. We're, back. we're back. Well, how's everything been going? Oh, it's been an adjustment period. That's for sure. Um, we went from playing, you know, over a hundred shows last year to playing 15 in 2020. <laughs> um, and nothing on the books currently because you, the world is still what it is. Um, so going from playing that many shows and interacting with people every single night to, you know, doing nothing has been, um, not the most fun. I mean, it's been nice to sort of diversify and put all of our energy into, you know, uh, working on new music, uh, shooting some music videos, gathering content, and just trying to become more of an online presence. Um, but you're still only connecting to people through a phone like this. And, uh, I just fucking miss everybody. (laughs) So, you know, I'm crossing my fingers and hoping that eventually we get to go back out there and reconnect with everybody. But in the meantime, get ready for a shit ton of that new, new coming your way. <laughs> the time. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, we actually have more studio dates coming up um, next month. So we're going to get back in the studio and we're looking to create um, probably, you know, a whole new record. Um, and I'm really excited about that. Cause I have a whole lot of shit that I would like to see to put out into the world right. so <laughs> that's awesome, it'll be a good man. nice therapeutic session and yeah i'm excited for it but it for is sure. new and i do miss everything i cannot express that and like i said i'm feeling a little extra emotional because i'm seeing all my tour memories pop up on my facebook and oh yeah all that shit so i'm like ah. <laughs> big sad it's been a challenge trying to stay sane without being on the road <laughs> because mm-hmm. that keeps me sane apparently <laughs> yeah <laughs> I can see that. Yes, kind of like sometimes you just, I mean, because you're not, you know, you're breaking everything up into little spurts. It's just kind of hard to even feel like you're in a band sometimes. So there's been a lot of introspective shit going on. Like, well, fuck, man, like, who am I outside of this? Because (laughs) all I've ever known and done has been living and breathing a life divided for as long as I can fucking remember at this point. So trying to be just a human in society is so new and weird, but also good and good at the same time. So yeah, that's a weird. I'm sorry for that. (laughs) (laughs) You're good. I think it's kind of been weird too. The fact that like, you know, we're like living and breathing in history right now. Like all these crazy things just keep happening, like happening politically. And it's just like, holy fuck. Like on top of this, you know, pandemic, like we have all this shit going on as well. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know everybody has like everybody that I've talked to has their own weird personal struggle going on through this and it's just so crazy how an event like this can affect everybody so differently and yet mm-hmm. we're all still in the same boat. Yeah. Like Yeah, for sure. Well, anyway, um I hope that didn't turn too dark there for you guys. No, that's just <laughs> what I do as a person. <laughs> but I have um, no friends. <laughs> now you good. Um, I mean, it's hard making friends anyways. And when you're an adult, it's like, it's like another thing that you got to do, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm cool. I'm cool with my cats or dogs or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Who needs a social life? Yeah. Um, So what I've been trying to do on the show more is tell the story of the band. You guys have achieved a lot, I feel like. And, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but you've guys been basically releasing music since uh, 2010. Um, 20, I think we put our first EP out in 09, you know, yeah, no, maybe it was 2010. 
I don't know shit. Oh nine, oh ten, somewhere on oh uh, ten, Jesus. Um, but yeah, I've been doing this for a long, long time, and it's just um, even though we've been together for so long, I feel like there's been so many eras that it almost doesn't feel like the same band sometimes when I look back because you know faces are different, genres different, who I was at the time is different. So it's just kind of, and uh, every so often before I go into the studio, I go back and I like deep dive into our own catalog to see like what we've done, where we're going, how's it grown and shit like that. And it's just so fucking weird to go back and listen to some of that shit and think about like what the band was at the time and like shit we couldn't do. And And to think about where we're at now, I'm like, I'm so grateful for all the opportunities that we've had, especially recently, because I remember fighting to have the same problems I have now. It's fucking (laughs) wild. That's crazy. But yeah, we've been doing this forever. Um, The band started um, in 07, me and my old guitar player were in a different band and we just kind of wanted to do something completely fresh. So we broke off and found um, our drummer, Adam, and um, a couple other guys. And, you know, we just started, when we started this band, we just had a mission to write the kind of music that we we wanted to hear, that we were fans of, and not necessarily let things like genre get in the way of that. So it's like, okay, well, we like pop punk music, but we Mm -hmm. also like, heavy breakdowns and you know honestly it wasn't until a day to remember (laughs) that I realized you could even really do it in that way and obviously we never really went the full day to remember route but it was really inspiring for me to be like genre means nothing just do what you love and have fun with it and don't think so much Mm -hmm. about it um so that was always the mission and I feel like we've done that like even even up to our most recent release with choose your own adventure like you have songs like fear of heights and then you also have ones like scars of you which is a fucking pop ballad <laughs> and <laughs> you know it's just fun to play around try on a bunch mm-hmm. of different hats see what sticks just be authentic to who you are and what you want to create hey For refresh sure. my memory where is the day to remember from jace stuck <laughs> my ass <laughs> i know That's they're funny. from florida <laughs> Um, no, that's interesting because yeah, I mean, a lot of bands obviously have changed and you've guys been doing this for like over a decade now. So, yeah, you know, it'd be kind of foolish to even think that you guys are kind of the same band or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't even think a light divided figured out who we were until 2015 when we put mm-hmm. um, our first full length out. Um, that was just sort of like the turning point for this band where we were just kind of like, you know what? Because we, I'm low-key a people pleaser, (laughs) specifically back then. So when people had like issues like, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that. I was like, okay, that's fine. We'll make it work. But some, at some point we were just like, no, we want to tour. And if you can't be in this band to tour, well, we're going to go anyway. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was just kind of saying fuck it and just pushing through and doing the things that we knew that we wanted to do and stop letting people tell us that like oh well you can't because what if you're about your jobs oh well you can't do this oh you can't do that and I got so tired of people telling me that I fucking can't hmm. that I'm like at least give me a chance to show you that I can yeah yeah her and Adam are the original two members and um mm-hmm. they didn't really solidify their lineup and like find the people that were 
the same mindset career-wise until around what she's saying around 2015 is when they started, you know, finding the right people. And even then it still took a little bit more ironing out, but for the most part, that was when it was, you know, what she's saying about like having to find the right people and like solidify the lineup and, and not putting up with, you know, nonsense from, from certain members, previous members of the band. Yeah. We just Mm -hmm. set boundaries and we stuck to them. Like, this is what this, like we tried to treat it like any other business because sometimes you have Mm -hmm. to, and that's like, a brain click moment all to myself is like, you have to treat the, if, the, if you want this to be your job, if you want this to be your career, you have to treat it like that. And mm-hmm. there's no way, like if you go into your job and somebody tells you they can't do something that you're going to, they're going to be like, okay, fine, whatever you want to do then. Yeah. So I had to kind of figure out how to be a boss bitch or whatever, and just be like, no, we're fucking doing it. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, and that's sometimes, so I mean, weird and foreign to me, but you know, sometimes mm-hmm. that's what you have to do. Yeah. And for, for so many bands, it takes a long time to find the right people because I mean, it, it, you do really have to have this, like, you know, um, uh, all the planets align where it's like, not only are they good players, but you get along with them and, and more so than that, you know, they have to have the right mindset and have similar influences and just be on the same page with like 99% of everything. And sometimes, you know, you have people in your band, you know, just because it's a warm body and you need people and you don't have any other options, but, those people can end up hindering you for years, you know. Um, yeah. I was I wasn't in the band at this time, but I know from personal yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's definitely been instances like that, but you know, yeah, you just have. To, that's why on not to like keep bringing up my own shit, you know. Like uh, when we did um, choose your own adventure, it was really important for me to name the first song "Make Your Luck" because I feel like that's been the motto of a life divided since day one. Is mm-hmm we if someone tells us we can't do something we find a way through the back channels to make it happen like yeah okay we wanted to do a music video but music videos cost a lot of money we didn't have any money so we found a way to shoot it on our very first music video we shot it on an iphone in our practice space with a 30 dollar budget and then we edited it together ourselves like we just find ways to make things happen instead of just Mm -hmm. letting something be an excuse to not get something done um, and that, I'm, yeah. I'm really proud of that. That's like my favorite part about this band is that everybody in it is always willing to like put in the work to get shit done. Like we're a team. Let's come together as a team to get shit done for the, you know, the greater good. That's awesome. You know, and like I, I've tried to adapt that type of mentality to like my podcast or you could, you know, you could relate that to anything that you do, any Absolutely. kind of excursion. Um, and that's what I wanted to say um, about your music that I find is like very powerful is like how empowering it is like i i I get this like generally like positive you know filled like meaning behind your lyrics and just the vibe of the music and i feel like you know once kind of more not saying that people don't but like once more people like get to know you because like half the battle i feel like is finding your band through the saturated like music market so to speak absolutely there's so many fucking bands like (laughs) it is ridiculous yep Absolutely. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, so I wanted to really know, like, so what did you feel like was a huge turning point? Uh, you kind of mentioned 2015. Was it like the album that you did in 2015 where you felt like it was kind of a turning point and you started gaining traction? Um, I think the process, that was the first time that we, um, like we, I had gotten really introspective um, and I wanted to write a song that was just like 100% 
about me and what I was going through, not even necessarily a band, but just like, I wanted to write the struggle of where I was in that moment. And that's why I called it mirrors. Cause it was like, you know, me talking to myself almost. And I, and then putting that album out was when we really started like pushing, like, we're gonna, we're gonna start touring more. We're gonna be everywhere all the time. And like, just really trying to break through the noise and be heard because like you said, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just decided to stop taking shit (laughs) and like letting people close doors in our face. Like instead we're going to be like, Oh, but wait, (laughs) excuse me. I'm here too. Um, Like I said, it's kind of hard to put into words. It was because it wasn't any particular incidents. It was just like the writing of that record and being in the studio and really kind of believing what I was trying to tell myself. Mm -hmm. Um, that kind of just changed the game for me. And then like that album, like resonated so positively with our audience. Um, and that we, we just hammered the fucking pavement with it for probably way too long. I think we played that album for like four years before we started working on choose your own adventure. Um, and I'm really, I'm really proud of that album. Like, um, because it really, really did set the tone for everything that we did the last couple of years. Like I wouldn't be wearing without that album. It was such a great learning experience. And now Rivers gonna come say hi. Sorry, I have a husband <laughs> coming in here. <laughs> That's cool, dude. What? She wants the lovins. <laughs> We've had a couple of animals on the show. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she's I'm like, a huge animal person, so <laughs> hey. yeah. yeah. She just needs to. <laughs> There's your vocal feature. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> she does it better than I do anyway, so. <laughs> That'll cost you $500, dog. Yeah. All right, so um, which, like, bands or, like, maybe artists um, had huge influence on your music? Um, I think that kind of helped shape the story of, like, how you became, you know, the musician yeah. that you are today. Um, it's always changing, honestly. Um, I've mentioned a day to remember before, and that's – they were always like a huge part of what a light divided did probably for the first half. And even still kind of today, like when they put resentment out, (laughs) I'm like, yes, this, that's what I want. Let's do that. But I've been like, especially, um, I guess I'll talk about recently. I've been super inspired by like bring me and wage war, but also like post Malone and Miley, who you mentioned earlier, like Dua Lipa. So like just a lot of like, really like, and even like the weekend oh i love the weekend but i just love how like you can take something heavy and rock and just kind of blend it with something a little bit more catchy and mainstream and maybe Mm -hmm. that is like not what people want to hear but i think they go together so well there was a reason why all the pop goes punk oh yeah so well for a while it's because taking that like those when a freaking song is just catchy, it doesn't matter what genre yeah. does. It translates in any genre. Yeah. yeah. So I'm all about just taking writing or figuring out the, the catchiest, you know, top line that there can be for something and blending it with something a little bit heavier. I've yeah. been and saying, I, um, oh, my bad. No, no, no. That was it. <laughs> uh, um, I've been saying a lot of like metalcore style covers this year and it's been showing to be like you know proven or whatever because it's been like the number one song for a lot of these artists uh these bands whatever so i don't know i just think that the whole pop goes pump punk thing is really like a interesting uh thing that a lot more bands i feel like should do like just more covers 
Yeah, I think I that they kind of, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Scott. No, you're good. Um, I was saying, I think that it kind of got overdone there for a minute. Yeah, like, for Everybody sure. was putting something out, but you know, everything in moderation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get <laughs> some of that back. Yeah. I think um, covers are still going to be a thing. I think that probably what bands should start looking towards is maybe not necessarily covers of pop songs, maybe look in a different direction, maybe some classic emo covers or, you know, 90s alternative. I don't know. But like just yeah. I'm sure bands are still going to do covers, um, maybe just start looking in other directions. Because, yeah, that the pop goes punk uh, pop stuff covers is is it's kind of done at this point, I think, most likely. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's kind of the vibe I get. It's been done for years. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of played yeah, out. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I grew up, like, my earliest influences was Nirvana as a kid. Like, that was my my first big influence, and I was obsessed with Nirvana as a kid, and that's why I learned to play guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, later on, I, I really got into AFI, which is still, to this day, probably oh. my favorite band. Um, Mayday Parade is one of my all-time faves, The Wonder Years. Oh, dude, um, yeah. I mm-hmm. absolutely love that band. Um, so yeah, it's kind of, it's pretty much all over the place. I like, and that's funny. Stuff. We're all pretty similar in that aspect. It's like we were into so much of like what that early two thousands, like mm-hmm. um, like the mall emo almost uh, type music. Yeah. I suppose we loved us some freaking like uh, like you said the used and Atreyu and Story of the Year and Taking Back Sunday and Bayside and all that kind of shit. Yeah, um, which is it's funny too because right before that in my youth I was like a, a, a new metal kid, like diehard <laughs> metal kid, like with Jinkos and freaking obsessed with corn and Limp Biscuit and all that stuff. Like I was into all that stuff as a right. kid, and I I think that's what's so great about it is like all of us are just fans of music. It's not necessarily genre specific. Yeah, um, I just I just love a good fucking song. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. And I'm not, I don't care where it comes from or what genre it is. Um, a trend I've been noticing a lot lately is like basically emo rappers doing like pop punk or some type of a grungy aesthetic with some mm-hmm. type of just some bar chords and, you know, just like some 808s or whatever. Um, I've been seeing a lot of different artists like doing that. So I think I feel like that's going to be like the next thing, like, you know, just like yeah. one one person like basically doing the whole band thing that machine gun kelly record is really good man i was just gonna say that like mgk's record is actually pretty hype and i listened to it thinking it was gonna be a joke i'm like no me too (laughs) again don't judge something until you've given it a shot yeah because i was like yeah okay okay it was was one of the better Mm -hmm. albums of uh the year actually yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely it was really good i was impressed yeah it was a good album and then i went into it expecting not to be impressed so right gk killing it yeah yeah that's interesting um well anyway like another segment i like to do on the show crazy road stories so if there's any that you're willing to spill i would love to hear them how much time do we have? <laughs> I want to go first. And go I, for it. I have my favorite one. And this didn't even necessarily happen to us, but we were part of it. Um, there was one show that we played on the last tour we did with The Wake at Last. And we um, were staying the night at a friend's house who was putting both of our bands up. And um, we all go inside. And who was it? Was it Vince and Bryce? 
Oh, Sarah? wait, maybe you're thinking of two different stories from that night. Because I thought it was Jeff, the drummer. Maybe it was Jeff. I don't remember exactly who it was, but two of the members kind of lagged behind and I guess <laughs> didn't realize that they... <laughs> what house we were in so they walked into the they walked into the neighbor's house which just happened to be open and we're just walking around and they said there were these two old people passed out in their recliners and they thought it was us playing a prank on them when they dead ass just walked into some stranger's house and then they like backed out i'm like yo that's how you catch freaking trespassing charges homie (laughs) yeah right that's so funny. That was I, the craziest I, thing. I'm like, you dead ass just walked into a stranger's house. Like, he's like, the door was open. And we're like, yeah, it was totally us. Everybody put your fucking old people masks on and go hide. <laughs> I can't, I, so it's so funny. That was I, one I, of my I, favorite I, ones. Excuse <laughs> me. I completely forgot all about that story until you just relayed it. And I was like, oh my really? God. Really? Oh my God. Yeah. I thought it was so funny. Yeah, that was. That was so, that's the most PG one that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, what, what's another one? I'm like sitting here back in my brain. I'm like, I've, I've, I've got so many. And now I'm just like dr- completely drawing blanks on. Well, like I said, there's a lot of them that are just kind of. <laughs> not appropriate. Sketch, sketch to say, and yeah. I don't want to incriminate anybody. Right, right, right. Um, I'm still waiting on the the sex, drugs, rock and roll story. <laughs> oh, I got one. I got one. I can tell. I got one. I can tell that that's perfect. It was on. It was in summer of two years ago when we were out with Lydia Camp Reed. And like, do you know? Um, it's not really oh. a crazy story, but it, it's a funny story. We still joke yeah. a lot. You know the rapper Stitches? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. I'm obsessed with stitches, Florida guy. Oh, no. um, and like, he's always like, he's always like running around and like, I don't know if you've ever watched like Instagram videos or even in his song, he's always like, I do cocaine. <laughs> and like, um, like, I don't actually do a lot of drugs, like, like very, very little, honestly, if ever, like rarely. Um, and then like, we were like backstage, I think we were in Denver and like, I'm like walking around the whole tour. I'm just like running around like, I do cocaine, like walking by people. <laughs> In the mall or something, just yelling like I do cocaine at him. I'm like, oh, and like, all right. We walk in, we walk into like the room backstage into our green room, and there's a bunch of people back there like doing lines of coke, and it's like all over the place. And like, and I see it, and my first thing that comes to my head is like, I do cocaine, and then they're just like, oh shit, bro, come and join us. And I'm just like, uh, no, I, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm a big poser. I don't actually do drugs. <laughs> I just like to rap about it. <laughs> Sick. Yeah, that's so funny. Stupid, so stupid. I got walked in. I, <laughs> I told the story on um one of the um like Facebook Live things that we did a while back, but I want to tell it again because it's really embarrassing for me. Um, we played in Nashville, and um usually I'll like change in the bus or something because we're not fancy. We don't have green rooms or anything. Clearly. <laughs> Um, but it, at this one particular venue in Nashville, it was just like a single stall bathroom thing. So like you just go in, lock it behind you. Um, and I guess I did not do that to the best of my ability. So I'm like changing. I get completely like butt ass naked except for socks and shoes. And I'm like, well, let me pee first before I get in my stage thing. And this girl like whips, broke my lamp like flings the door open i'm sitting there full squat like 
this with my phone, butt ass naked. She has no idea I'm in a band. So she just <laughs> thinks that I'm this weird fucking naked girl. And <laughs> never been more mortified in my um, entire existence because i know she's out there telling the story from her perspective and <laughs> i hate that and it keeps me awake at night oh man so that was fun i like i don't think she was even there afterwards but i was like walking around the show just like this the whole day i'm like <laughs> you're so stupid you had one job lock the fucking door behind you I know you've heard the story before, Jace, but like in an old band that I was in, like it was a similar story where my, my old guitar player, he was like in a stall and he was like taking a shit. And like, I guess there was not a lock thing and it was like the handicapped stall. So the door was like not by his feet, but like someone walked in on him and like laughed at him and like kind of was like, <laughs> and then like walked out and like Adam was like, can you shut the door please? Right. So like, not only did he leave like the stall door wide open, but like Adam's sitting on the toilet so he can't exactly get up to close it. But the guy goes and gets his buddy and brings his buddy in there with him to like point and laugh at Adam while he's sitting there taking his shit. And Adam's just like, Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm shitting. It's, it's <laughs> Can you just shut the door, please? <laughs> That's wild. There was yeah. another there was what I was gonna tell, and I don't remember what it was now. Oh. Was it one of the tours recently? Was it the Awake at Last? Oh, tour? it wasn't really a, it's not really a story. It's just funny. Uh, it's one of my favorite memories from tour was um, this was on the call at home tour when we were um, before the tour started, when we were in New Orleans, um, we had just driven like 16 hours, got to New Orleans and this decided to like tourist it up, walk around and whatnot and have uh, a few of the infamous hand grenades, which is some alcoholic drink special to New Orleans that you can only get at this one particular place. And Scott and I definitely felt the effects of that um <laughs> but my favorite memory was that at the end of the night we were, we we're literally walking back to the van trying to find walmart but we're sitting underneath these apartment buildings and we are just singing and screaming like my chemical <laughs> romance at the top of our lungs and afi songs like we were doing love like winter doing all the hand claps and shit we were just so loud and obnoxious but like that was one of my favorite moments is just like singing horribly having our own emo night outside the van at like four o'clock in the morning that was on I my birthday that. too that was my birthday it was, that's right yeah. i feel like that tour with varsity that we did was such a shit show there's got to be some funny stories or amusing <laughs> anecdotes from that tour because that was a month-long tour across the country like all the way to the west coast and back dude there were so many on that <laughs> i mean like uh, like, I mean, we Vegas were, alone, I was where you guys, there was that dude passed out at the freaking slot machine. You guys were just all po posing all like, <laughs> down in front of him. <laughs> that dude was my spirit animal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was that, so varsity, funny. that varsity tour was bonkers. Like, that was debauchery. Like, <laughs> at its finest. Um, absolutely. Yeah, it was, we just, five guitars got broken on that tour between both bands. I break guitars. We were just... We were trying to out-dumb each other every night and see who could do the wildest shit. And <laughs> yeah. a Vars lot of guitars. <laughs> varsity puts, yeah, Varsity puts on a good show live, man. And for us, it's like, oh, oops, sorry, there was a bug in here. For us, it's like, oh, we welcome that challenge. So it's like, oh, okay, how do we one-up these guys every night? So it's like, oh, okay, so... Paul's like their guitar player. Oh, he's going to throw his guitar 10 feet in the air. Well, I'm going to fucking smash mine. You know what I mean? And then he's like, oh, he's smashing guitars? 
what do I got to do? I'm going to oh, climb yeah. the rafters, you know? And it's like, oh, he's climbing the rafters. I'm going to hang upside down and die on him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> You're going to do 15 guitar spins in one song. We're going to have 15 synchronized ones. <laughs> yeah, it was literally... And it was all, of course, like super friendly competition. Like we love those guys, but we I mean, it, loved, was, it was so much fun. Yeah. We, we, we were literally like, who could do the dumber thing? I mean, I think we literally had a contest of who could do the dumbest shit. Dude, even the first night, the very night first one. night, um, our show was over pretty early because it was at like a youth center or something. So we went out in Nashville and the first thing we did as a, like, as tour mates was see what band could stay on the mechanical bull longer. And the winner got a case of beer. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. They're, 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 they party, man. They have fun. They're awesome. We love it's them. Sick. And we got inducted into Buffalo. So. Yeah. The Buffalo game, which that, the Buffalo that, game, which is if you get caught with any kind of liquid in your dominant hand, you have to drink it. Doesn't matter if it's ketchup, doesn't matter if it's alcohol, <laughs> doesn't matter if it's hot sauce, if it's in your dominant hand and you're playing the game, you have to drink it. Oh, so geez. I have a little buffalo tattooed on my hand right here as a fail safe. So if I'm holding something in my right hand, I look down and see it and I'll make sure to switch. <laughs> so, <laughs> Varsity dudes are savage buffalo players, man. They're they savage, savage buffalo players. <laughs> That's amazing. So well, um, Dude, I appreciate the sh uh, the stories. Those are great. I couldn't ask for yeah, any. Yeah, like I said, we could. The, like the more I talk about them, the more come to me, and I'm like, yeah, we're gonna be here all day. I gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, we'll do it again, and then we can we can part talk two. some more. Yeah, part two, <laughs> sure. part two on the yeah. stories. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I'm gonna kind of start wrapping it up, but um, cool. So, like, is there anything that we can look forward to as fans that's coming soon? Like I said, we've got a lot of new music coming your way. Um, we have two music videos um, that we got the um, first edits back from. Um, we're waiting on a couple other things, some final mixes, some extra little uh, fun things that we're going to add on top of it. And we sh I don't know exactly when the next new song is coming, but it's going to be it'll be in the first half of the year for sure. And I'm really, really oh. excited about it because it is in the lowest tuning that a light divided has ever played with. And I just yeah. think it's going to be weird. I don't think people are <laughs> expecting a song like this from us. Cause uh, when you talk about it being all over the place, this one's all over the place, yeah, but um, awesome. yeah, lots of new music, lots of content, lots of shenanigans. <laughs> and it is, it is coming very soon. It's right around the corner that we'll be dropping it. And it is different. Like, it's definitely a little bit different for us. So we're looking forward to seeing how it's received by people. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I think I'm going to freak out, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as long as, as long as your heart's in it, man, I, I feel like it's going to be good. You guys don't put out bad music, so it, it'll be you. great, I'm man. excited about this one. And it's, they're all super, I mean, obviously they're all super personal, but. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. yeah. It's gonna be great. I'm really hyped for it. All right. So one last question that I like to ask everyone. Well, <laughs> I kind of started off the podcast asking this and then I kind of strayed away from it, but we're back at it again. What is one thing you would change about the current state of music? I wish people were less elitist about some That's stuff. That's a good answer. That's a really um, good answer. I think I wish people would just learn to appreciate music for the art that it is um, and understand that people write things the way that they want to write them and right. just be open. 
like I said, I've been saying that the whole podcast, just give stuff a shot before you decide it's not for you. And if it's not for you, that's cool. Move on. It might be for somebody else. Right. Yeah. I was going to go a totally different direction, but that's a really good answer. And that is 100% like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I wish people would, I, I wish people in general were just a little more open-minded, you know, um, in all scenarios. I mean, it's one thing if you don't like something, I mean, certainly like artists that I love have released new music where I'm just like, this just isn't for me, but I certainly was not like, Oh, fuck this artist. Like, <laughs> yeah. pulled out. It's like, no, like obviously they're trying to do something different, you know? And, and it's, yeah. that's really cool. It's just not my cup of tea. It's not what I'm into. You know what I mean? But I totally mm-hmm. have yeah. in the world for it. I'm not going to bash them or like hate on them for it. It's just, uh, it's, I don't like it. As right. much. It's much and it's funny. Cause we talked about a lot of this earlier, like I said, like, it just reminds me of things like Miley Cyrus dipping her toes into the rock world, MGK dipping his feet into the pop punk world and shit. And everybody immediately trashing them. Like, <laughs> you don't know, dude, you don't know. Like, listen to it. And if you still don't like it, good. At least then you gave it a shot, but. You brought up Bring Me earlier, you know, and like that's a prime example of a band that's like Sempaternal is like one of my all time favorite metal records. It's and everything before oh. that. Like I, I love all of their earlier work. And then um, post Sempaternal, it's hit or miss for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have all the respect in the world for everything that they've done, their entire catalog, even though some I like better than others and some is just like, okay. I get what they're doing. They're exploring different things. Just, just isn't as much my cup of tea, but more mm-hmm. power to them. And it's still good. I just don't like it as much as the stuff that spoke to me more by them. I'm certainly not thinking that they're, they suck now or they sold out or any kind of stupid thing like that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I just don't listen to some of those records as much as I do their older stuff. You know, I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like, um, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like the diversified uh, discography thing. Uh, it's kind of interesting. Too. Like, I don't know. I don't like hearing the same album nine times, you know? I mean, as an artist, yeah, I don't want to put out the same album nine times. And I don't, I mean, I I get bored with artists, to be quite honest, I do. I get bored with artists when I feel like they're just putting out the same record, you know? I kind of, I look for the new thing. Yeah, I start looking for like a new artist or or the new thing. I I just get bored when I'm like, artists drop two or three records and it's too similar for me that I'm just like, okay, like I I still love this band, but like they have given me everything that they're going to give me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I'm yeah. Going to explore something else now, you know? Right. Yeah. And I wanted to ask this. Um, I thought about this before the podcast and I totally like fucking blanked on it up until this point. But uh, did you hear about the, like the machine gun Kelly um, talking about like people that wear comfortable shoes or rock stars that wear comfy shoes? No, what? All right. Well, he, w- he was on a podcast with, it's called rock this and um, it's a Spotify uh, sponsored podcast it's by like one of the curators and um he basically was saying that rock stars aren't rock stars anymore because they they're wearing like comfy shoes and they, they don't have like the vans or the chucks or the doc martens on they don't have that whole aesthetic anymore and they're just basically not acting like rock stars which is why like rock isn't like the predominant genre anymore and i want to shoes know- yeah, but everyone's like roasting him because like the whole comfy shoes comment or whatever. That's fucking hilarious. I didn't know if you heard that or not, but I have not heard that. But that's fucking that's everything. I feel like maybe I understand the point he's trying to make, but using comfy shoes as the catalyst or the example of it is just kind of a weird one. Like, yeah, maybe he's like trying to be like, there's no nobody that really dresses like a rock star or kind of like has that aesthetic of larger than life kind of, I guess. Yeah. I, I um, got the vibe, but yeah. 
but yeah. That's, I don't know. I don't. Funny. I mean, like, I don't think you have to like. Maybe that's unpopular opinion, but I think it's cool that like your today's rock star is just a little bit more authentic. Yeah. Like they look the way that they typically do. Maybe like a more elevated version. Cause like, I know I do that. Like if I'm going on stage, I'm going to do a more elevated version of what I would normally do in regular <laughs> life. But like, I don't know. I'm kind of glad that you, I mean like, and if that is your, cause some bands absolutely still do that and they do it as more like a more theatrical presentation. Right. Um, and there's it fucking there, works for them, but yeah, there is still I, I like that there's variety. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. There are artists that still, I mean, I'm pretty sure that the dudes from Motionless and White don't go to the grocery store. Like <laughs> exactly, they do exactly. Maybe they do, I don't That'd know. kind of like, crazy, yeah. Yeah, but there are still dudes that like, you know, that, that go the next level for their stage show. And I love and I love, I absolutely love that, you know. Um, but I also respect the bands that just want to kind of be like, hey, we look like the average average dude that comes to our shows, you know. I, I think that there's a little bit of variety there and I respect that. Right. I, I like that. I, I really appreciate that it kind of shows you that there's not like one type mm-hmm. of rock star, um, you know, um, just in general, like there's been a lot of representation, at least recently, um, just more women involved in rock, um, just all different genders, sexes, races. You're seeing a lot more of that. Um, and I just think that's really cool. Yeah, it is yeah. really cool. That, that shows a sign of the times too, because if you look back like to the eighties or whatever, you know, I mean, if you weren't wearing big hair and spandex, you weren't a rock star. And then in the nineties, <laughs> if you weren't wearing, yeah. I mean, if you weren't wearing, you know, um, uh, like flannel shirt, <laughs> flannel shirts and, and stuff from the thrift store, then you weren't a rock star. And nowadays it's just kind of like whatever, you know, whatever works works like for your band. And there isn't one, you know, thing that's kind of like the prevailing way to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I think it's cool. I'm here for it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know some bands, though, they're like, all right, we don't wear band shirts anymore. You better not wear a band shirt to our next photo op or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But anyway, um, any final thoughts? Anything you want to leave behind to the viewers, listeners before we head out? Um, I just want to thank everybody for listening. If you don't know who we are, but <laughs> we are like divided, you can check us out on all of our social platforms. Hope everybody is staying safe and most importantly, staying sane in these fucking crazy ass times. And <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. If you do check us out and you dig the band and you like it, like please follow us on all of our social media platforms and, and you can follow us personally too. And uh, we're easy to find and, and interact with us. We, we I have this. no friends, so I got nothing but time to talk to y'all. So. <laughs> Legit, though, we, we live for it. We're not just saying that. Like, we genuinely enjoy it. So we definitely yeah, um, people doing that. Um, just to kind of add on to that, we uh, recently have a fan zone on Facebook where, like, it's been really cool um, for all of our fans to kind of get in there, interact with each other. And we're super present and interacting there. Cause like I said, like, that's kind of like what I've been using in place of shows to feel like I can interact and engage with everybody. So join our fan zone and please be my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Sick. I'm not desperate. You are. (laughs) (laughs) Kidding. Well, anyway, that was, that was a lot of fun, but I'll do my little outro. I'll stop recording and then we'll hang out for a little bit. But, um, anyway, So there it was. There was a light divided. JC and Scott, go check out their latest release, Radio Silence, on any streaming platform or watch the sick Radio Silence official music video on YouTube. 
Thanks again for being on the show. Let me know if there's anything I can do for you guys. Yo, that pretty much does it for today's episode. Huge shout out to JC and Scott. Thank you so much for being on the show. I really do appreciate it. I cannot express to you how much I like this band and I just enjoyed our conversation a whole hell of a lot, guys. If you liked the video, please like, share, subscribe, tell all your fucking friends, tell your grandma if she likes metalcore, anyone who you think is into this type of shit, please, word of mouth is key, people, because all these other platforms do a shitty job of promoting other podcasts, so it would just be awesome. If you're feeling kind today and you want to donate to the podcast to help support us, you can. There's a link below, and it's through Anchor which is the podcast provider that I submit all my podcast shit to. So if you're feeling nice today, you want to throw a buck or two my way, go hit that link, go support the show. This job pays shit, okay? It pays less than minimum wage. <laughs> but really, not going to buy a Lamborghini with this fucking podcast money. I'll tell you that right now. Might have to take up doing dishes at a nice restaurant or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway... I really do appreciate you guys. Let's do some outro music. Let's play some more A Light Divided. Let's play one of their most well-known songs, Fear of Heights. Jam out this song. Kick ass for the rest of the fucking week. Don't take shit from anybody. Punch your boss in the face. Demand a raise. Go conquer the day and the night. And you know what, guys? Till we see you guys next week.
shine on. Shine on. Shine on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.